don't miss a moment of Ireland's tour of New Zealand. But even if we give them more time, they're not going to hit the level that Johnny is hitting at and what he brings out of other players. You know, Ireland were just fantastic. They produced probably the greatest ever victory for, for Ireland. Subscribe to the rugby stream on the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Right, we're joined on the line now by uh, former Kilkenny goalkeeper David Herity to react to the news that Derek Ling is the Brian Cody successor officially. David, how are you getting on? Good, and yourself, how are you keeping? Yeah, good. Uh, Derek Ling, talk to us uh, about Derek. What sort of uh, approach will he bring to proceedings and, and will he be Cody 2.0? Will he try and do things the way Brian Cody did things or, or will he try and shake things up next season? No, he, Derek would be nothing like Brian. He's, um, I suppose, you know, I suppose one of the reasons why he would have been picked to, to, to start off why he was going in as a selector back in, brought in in 14 or 15 where they, we straight away won two All-Irelands with, which Derek brought in, James McGarry brought in. Derek was always seen as one of those lads in the dressing room that Brian approached before a, a match and gave a kind of a dig to and kind of went, right, get these lads going. He was that kind of a lad along with a Noel Hickey possibly or a, uh, I suppose Henry, um, those kind of lads that uh, he would have always be, he would have always approached. He would have, I suppose, he would have ticked a few boxes there when it came to what Brian Cody would have looked for in a in a player and a leader. And that was he had a you know an incredible aggression when he was on the field. He was he was a phenomenal player. He was that kind of workhorse, but he was able to just break through tackles. He was, I suppose, he led the way for the likes of a Michael Fenley who came after him. He was that much of a leader, but he was also an extremely sound man. He was level-headed. He wasn't. Um, he wasn't in the middle of the crack, I suppose. Derek. He wasn't starting the crack, but then again, he was well able to contribute to it as well. He was a good lad. He had a good temperament that way as well. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, I don't see Derek is not someone who'd be kind of caught up on Twitter and stuff like that. I know that kind of sounds a bit ridiculous now, but those those are the kind of lads, those kind of level-headed lads that Brian would have always kind of looked out for. James McGarry would have been on the same kind of vein as well, um, and. It wasn't any surprising when he brought in Derek. He had huge time for him. He'd always mention him in meetings. Um, and then when Derek kind of came in, he was he was slightly the kind of yin to the yang of of what you know. It was kind of James McGarry and Brian Cody would be similar enough in personality in their standoffish kind of. I suppose they wouldn't show a massive amount of emotion towards or or talk to players and that kind of sense. But Derek Ling would have been the, the more friendlier type. Um, lad that you could have had a, a small chat to um, in the dressing room kind of in my, my last year in 14 and even kind of when he was playing as well so I, I can see him as being a, 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 look at a, a, a very good man manager you see him after the, the matches there with the under 20s as well he seems to have a great relationship with these players as well it's built up he's a huge amount of knowledge over the last few years because he has three years with the under 20s he knows anyone now that's 17, 18, 19, 20 and then he'll know the last few years of 21, 22 year olds there in the county so it's a it's going to be brilliant. There's, a, there's a, a huge sense of kind of, I suppose, relief that someone's in there, but also that kind of the freshness that he's going to bring to the whole thing. So was Ling the good cop to Cody's bad cop at times? I don't think he was any kind of a, there was never a Derek could pick you up after something that Brian said. He, he stayed in the background because he, he knew in 14 as well, he was very young to the whole thing. He, he was, he was still only after retiring 
in 2010 which was only four years previous so you kind of he was only learning and only kind of making his way when it came to the whole senior inter-county management side of things but still at the same time it's nice look when you walk into a dressing room and you say hello to someone someone says hello back to you it's nice like it's uh there's small little things when you see someone with a smile on their face and that they're or they're willing to say hello to you first of all or, or just even kind of talk to you after a match on a kind of a human level it's uh sometimes that's nice as well to have that in the dressing room so you feel that's a really important role in management. Obviously, was there times that didn't happen for you, David? Ah, look, it didn't happen for anyone. You know, everyone knows that that it's it it just wasn't something that Brian would do, or or you know, even James McGarry, who kind of would have would have been quite distant. I, I would have always found when he was in on the on the senior panel that he would have been nearly that bridge between management and players. He was kind of he, he found himself in that kind of. The, uh, what's the word I'm looking for between heaven and purgatory between heaven and hell he was kind of that little area there where James McGarry would be he wasn't really with the players and he wasn't really with the management but you knew he was always going to go into it but Derek is a he's, he's a good lad he's not afraid to show his emotions you can, as I said you see him after matches and he's high-fiving the management and he's hugging players and so on and um, I'm not saying he has a good, good very good personality if you're going to chat to him at any stage Derek would have a brilliant chat with you He's just a, a good lad. And I think, uh, as I said, there's a bit of relief when, you know, even throughout the whole week there, you had, uh, Jesus, the WhatsApps were absolutely hopping. Like it was, it was head wrecking because every few seconds it was like Martin Fogarty's now in with Michael Fenley. No, the Fenley's in there. No, James McGarry's just after getting word and he's putting the backroom team together. Like in the space of a day, there could have been four different managers. It kind of whittled itself down. You know, when Henry was back at club matches last weekend, you knew Derek Ling was the was the best choice. It was kind of between the two of those when Brian announced his retirement. So for Derek to actually be now ratified and now awaiting the rest of the selectors, I think there there is a huge relief. And there's gonna this is gonna bring a whole freshness to every single player within the county. Anyone who thought that they were outside of I suppose Brian's circle. Um, Brian didn't like them. But a few, you know, few lads that might have been cast away over the last few years or didn't come into didn't come into the panel or or felt they weren't going to get a run. Um, or else did come in and, and went away then again you know this opens it massively wide open again for this whole club championship for a lot of these lads to come back into the fold What sort of style of play does do, do we expect to see from, from Derek Ling? I think it's I think it's kind of hard to know when an under 20 manager is going to come into a setup because you know the, the first two years you know Galway gave him Give them a nice beating, and you know, at under twenty grade, it's very difficult, especially now that it's gone to under twenty, because you've lads for the first four. If you if you all go back in November, you've November, December, January, February that these lads are involved in freshers or they're involved in some way in Fitzgibbon. So you get very little time with them, even the first two years. Sure, God, he he had barely had enough time to train them because of COVID. So then you have the leave insert side of things as well. So you. Under 20 grade is very much like anyone knows it's kind of you nearly go out and you just hurl and to make the best uh, player best team win and that's why the under 20 grade is as good as it is because it kind of lacks that small that that reliance on so much tactics having said that people would have noticed that last year in the under 20 final against Limerick even when things weren't going well at different stages they were still playing the ball through the lines even the last couple of scores that they got were brilliant play playing them out heads up hurling there was I suppose what the, the senior team were lacking for a few years there that ability to be able to play the ball through the line the heads up hurling um, I'd imagine if Derek gets a good run out of it that's exactly what uh, you know. that's how he'll play but having a defined knowing straight away what system he plays it's very difficult after looking at the last three years especially when COVID was so uh, 
so prominent in the first two years. But his coach now is going to be, that's going to be the big thing because anyone you're bringing in has to go up against Canark in Limerick. That's the kind of the genius that you're going up against. Uh, I'm not too sure is Michael Rice or Peter Barry or Peter Dunham, they were with him at under 20 grade. They haven't been confirmed yet. But that's, I suppose, the big thing that, that Derek will have to do, first of all, is try and nail down that management. Does he bring back Jerry Fitzpatrick, the psychologist, or Mickey Comerford there in SNC? It's really important that he doesn't let some of that expertise that was there for the last four years um, just slip out the door because that's the that's probably the the nail in the coffin for a lot of new managers is when they kind of come in and they just clean shop and they bring in the whole new management team and all that expertise has been lost, especially on the, the personal level, the strength and conditioning, the psychologist, even Quiva, the nutritionist, all that information. To let that go out the door, then you're starting back at square one. If you look at Derry Egan there this year, he kept on to Niall Corker and as coach, he kept on to Graham Byrne, a strength and conditioning coach. So he kept on to that last year with Davy Fitz's team. He kept on to that. So, it's important that Derek um, probably makes a few phone calls down that road as well. And do you feel like there's a buzz in Kilkenny at the minute? Obviously what Brian done was was phenomenal, but do you feel like there was a need maybe for a bit of freshness in there? Oh, there had to be, yeah. No, there had to be. Uh, it's still seven years we're heading into eight, the next year without an All-Ireland. It, it's, it's time for just that bit of freshness. And, and like I said earlier on there, that... Uh, there's players out there, just just even on a simple level. Um, last weekend, you know, it's a match that I just happened to see. It was Benesbridge versus um, Dixborough in the club championship out in Clara. And uh, you look at someone like Liam Blanchfield or, or Bill Sheen, just two random players that just happen to be playing on opposite ends of the field. Two lads that came in with Brian, two young lads that kind of have stepped away or, or been asked to step away over the last few years. But just, I, I'd even imagine that, you know, lads like that, that's, big strong physical lads or lads with speed that they're kind of going Jesus there's a chance here now if I if I impress here in the club championship I'm still young enough I'm in my mid-20s there's a chance I could come back in again I'm like I'm even excited the fact that does Colin Fenley come back into the equation that could be a completely left field thing but like he stepped away two years ago he didn't announce a retirement he just kind of said he was stopping for a while but someone of his physical nature of, of six foot Christ, he's about six foot three the size of him I saw a video of him there in America during the summer of him banging in goals. I'm sure he'll be back to try and impress in that club championship and I'm sure Derek will make that phone call as well. I know he wants to go obviously with the youth and the under-20s that is coming through but that's two or three years for these under-20s to start coming up or three or four years for them to really start hitting that senior level to be matching the likes of of the Limerick lads. Um, so even the, someone to have the likes of a Colin Fenley even come back for a year and bring these lads on and show them the standard. Um, you know, that's also the big thing. Wally Welch, Richie Hogan, Connor, mm. Connor Fogarty, Killian Buckley, what happens there? There's a lot of questions, um, conversations that Derek has to have, but he'd be a good man to have it and have an open conversation with a lot of these lads as well. So uh, I'm sure they're buzzing as well. Some of the older lads think that they might get an extra year then just under a new manager with, a, with I suppose, a fresh set of eyes looking at them. Yeah, that's such an exciting part of it all, I think, that there's lads out there now that are saying to themselves, there's a chance here, you know, to not give up hope because any manager can play a different style and mightn't suit them, they mightn't take a liking to them, all of these things. So it's exciting that way that there could be new lads to be able to see for Kilkenny. And that's and that's it. And it, it does go down to what style of play that he's using. Again, like if we were just to go back even 10 years ago, the likes of a chap Fitzpatrick, who was brilliant when, you know, he was that kind of extra player in around midfield. But then at the age of 25, I suppose, the game was moving on a bit more physical and it was a case of Chao was just 
you know, pushed aside. But like the, someone with the likes of Chas skill, you can always find someone with his. If you have that level of skill and, and experience, you can find uh, some area on the team from. But I'm sure then, you know, I, I'm saying like even club wise, there there's a lot of lads out there. Christ, I can even think of the likes of Michael Cody. That's from my own club as well. That I would have seen as as a phenomenal talent at underage level, but just hasn't made it over the last few years. He's back with the club now as well. But I just think. I just think there's going to be huge excitement there to see what the panel is. And I'm sure he'll get together a, a panel of about 50 in the off-season there um, and then start whittling it down. But just, uh, I, I think there's a lot of lads waking up very, very happy there this morning. It's interesting now that we've arrived at this moment because a couple of years ago, it seemed like the most glamorous conversation you could have in hurling. Who is going to succeed? Brian Cody. Is it going to be DJ? Is it going to be Henry Shefflin? Is it going to be Eddie Brennan? Is it going to be uh, potentially Michael Fenley? Is it going to be David Herity? And now we have our answer. So what, what happens to that collection of people, maybe including yourself here as well, David? Like, I mean, there, it does seem that there's... Um, it's, it's hard to know what happens next for, for a lot of, of, of those managers. Is there, is there a high-profile under-20 appointment to be made in the not-too-distant future, for example? Well, just, sorry, just uh, even myself, I'm, I'm with Calair. I was with Calair for the last four years and I'll be, thankfully I'll be with them again. I, I met up with them over a month ago, so that's all that's good anyway. Answer, yeah. yeah, no, that's that's great um, to be with them again. Michael Fenley, yeah. Eddie Brennan, I know there's strong rumours with himself at Waterford. I do think there is, um, it's interesting to see, Just I think Michael Fenley would be a very good fit for the under-20s. Uh, if he, if the likes of Connor Phelan went in with with the likes of Michael Fenley, um, I think he'd be very good there. But having said that, he has two young kids. Michael, he might enjoy the time that back with with the two young lads there. Um, but there is, I, I'd imagine Eddie would pick up some one of the jobs. I'd imagine mm-hmm. it will be uh, Watford. He'll be in contention with the likes of DJ. I suppose is still flat out with Carlo IT. So there's there's that. Henry's off in Galway. Um, but that under twenty job is going to be interesting. Does Michael Rice see? You know, he's put in a lot of work with a lot under Derek Ling over the last three years. Does he feel that it's a very good age? It's a nice. It is a lovely age, kind of under twenty as well, because everyone's young and hungry and eager, and there's not, as I said, those endless hours throughout a whole week trying to break down an opposition. You're kind of just, you know, you don't have all those league matches as well, which is mentally and physically draining. And Michael's obviously a principal down in Watford, and he's another young family as well. So maybe he might just decide, maybe the under-20 route, you know, gain up his hours and his experience of management and uh, go into that. So I just think between Michael Fenley, possibly Connor Phelan and Michael Rice, there's a nice battle on there who could take on that under-20 job. But it's a, it's a very attractive one with so many lads underage from this year's team. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, David, listen, great stuff this morning. Thanks, Millie, for being with us. OTB AM. With Gillette, get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.